0: Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL network.
1: Bring it up, Jake. Really enjoyed our conversation with Matt Moore talking NBA in the last segment. Uh, we will get to two of our favorite segments, it's like a transformer, two of our it's a Voltron, two of our favorite segments merging together. this uh, and eight buckets. Uh, are you are, are you about ready for this, Ken? Because we're going to do this pretty soon yep. here on the show. Talk some SEC. I,
0: I thought in the break I lost track of where we were and I said, "Are we doing it here?" So then I really wouldn't have been ready. Uh, I think I'll be pretty good. I'm excited. I don't know how many teams we'll get through today, but I think the good news is even if today we just like lay the groundwork for like here's what the next two to three weeks because we even have the week between week zero and week one most win totals stay open i think only usc and notre dame among power conference teams play in week zero um it's got a ton of time to project everything out i think it's going to be really cool just even the teams i was going through for the sec today uh i think people will be really happy with the the evolution of eight buckets the next chapter of eight buckets as it moves into college football and then who knows what else
1: um, my goal is going to be to hit all the fantasy stuff in one segment. Cause I could like, I could pontificate for like 10 minutes about every single game. But uh, my goal is going to be to have this be a nice tidy segment with all the fantasy all right. takeaways. Well,
0: you're on the clock. What, buddy. Set, yeah.
1: set the market. Can I do this in one segment?
0: Yeah. Like if you really wanted to, you could, but if you want to like, if you want to open it up a little no, bit, but I fe- just kind of go. But I feel you like,
1: can, you know, I feel like, I feel like we need like three segments though. I feel like you need like, we need like three segments for eight buckets today. Right. For, for college.
0: I mean, like, I think two is a minimum of two. So I would okay. talk about fantasy until you don't want to talk about fantasy anymore, and then we'll go to the next thing.
1: Well, well in that case, uh, that case, I'll, yeah. I'll be done at 7 o'clock. All right, yeah. uh, Jake, Flame hit me on. with some type of... Mute. Hit me with some type of... We're going to talk about Greg Dorch. Oh, great. At some point during the we get to the Cardinals-Broncos game, so the, the human torch. Flame on. Uh, Jake, hit me with some kind of music. I don't care what it is, but let's get some music underneath me, and these will be Nick Costos' fantasy takeaways from week one of the NFL preseason. So we'll go game by game. I'll hit you with a couple things that I found to be really interesting. We'll start with the Packers and the Bengals. Uh, we talked about Jordan Love already. Obviously, Joe Burrow doesn't play in the game. Whatever. Uh, what's interesting though, fantasy-wise, Jaden Reed, we talked about him last week, the Packers' second-round rookie receiver. Uh, he is like ensconced right now as the team's slot receiver. Uh, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, both on the outside. Jaden Reed is going to start in the slot pretty much on day number one. I think he's really good. He's a contested catch guy, had a couple nice grabs in this game, was targeted a decent amount. I'm not saying like I would draft him early, but I think like at the end of drafts, like if Jordan Love pops and if he's good, I think Jaden Reed's someone that's really interesting. Luke Musgrave is another rookie pass catcher for Green Bay, plays tight end. He's gonna. I think he's gonna be an every down tight end for the Packers this year, or close to it. And I think he's someone that, as we move towards like the heart of draft season in a couple weeks here, as the preseason wraps up, I think he's gonna be a really popular like late round tight end target for people that like strike out like the first group of tight ends. And then if you want to wait till like the end of your draft to take a starting tight end, I think Musgrave might actually be like my favorite one. So everyone needs to keep an eye if you play fantasy on Packers rookie tight end Luke Musgrave. And then for the Bengals backup running back job, where Mixon's gonna be the starter, we'll see if he gets suspended for a couple games to start the year it looks like through game one of the preseason Captain America Chris Evans has the lead for the for uh for this job over uh over Chase Brown the rookie from Illinois Travion Williams dealing with an injury right now Evans played over Brown and Evans had like, a couple explosive runs Chase Brown did not look great in his NFL debut doesn't mean that that's how it's going to go for the rest of the preseason just that that's what it is right now with one data point move to the Lions and the Giants Jameson Williams who suspended for the first six games for for betting um I think it could possibly be viewed as bad news for Jamison Williams that long after like Jameer Gibbs came out of the game, Jamison Williams played like deep into the first half. Now, this could be a case of the Lions feeling like they didn't have like enough healthy bodies to play receiver in this game, or maybe they just felt like they needed to get Jamison Williams some reps. But you would think that if they felt like really good about Williams, like he wouldn't have played at all in the game. So we're in a wait-and-see mode on Jamison Williams here. I will say that I think things like this will force Jamison Williams to fall in drafts. And I think a lot of mistakes that fantasy players will make is you draft because you're trying to like build a team to win in week one. Like if you really want to win your league, you need to be drafting a team even in season long, right? Not just best ball, but in season long, a team that can win in December. And if you get Jameson Williams in like the 10th round, he's like the perfect player that could like win you your league in the last like two months of the season. When he comes back from his suspension and an explosive offense, he's ridiculously fast. He's got first round equity. They traded up to take him last year in the first round. So let's see where his ADP goes. He's someone that I'm excited to potentially like get a bargain on and like maybe double digit rounds, depending on how things go in my fantasy football drafts for the Giants. Have a million slot receivers. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Sports NFL insider, does all these breakdowns on uh, on Twitter. He he did a couple videos on Cole Beasley, who looked great in the slot for the Giants. Obviously played um, in Buffalo under Brian Dable. Dable now the coach of the Giants. So Beasley looking like he's going to be, you know, probably someone who gets regular season playing time. Dale Robinson and Sterling Shepard, though, still on the PUP list when they come off. Let's see what this Giants wide receiving rotation looks like um, as we move towards the preseason. Falcons and the Dolphins coming over tonight. Really nothing to talk about with Atlanta, although it looks like Kaderil Hodge is going to be the team's number three receiver behind Drake London and Matt Collins, whom they signed away from Las Vegas. I This looks like it's a bad call by me. Only one game, but uh, Miami rookie running back Devin A. Shane from Texas A&M like, really like, did not look great. Uh, 10 carries, 25 yards, did have a couple nice catches in the past game. And you think that's where they'll probably use him, also, right? Is getting him out in space, but he played behind Miles Gaskin and Salvan Ahmed with Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson, both not playing in the game. So look, he's a rookie. It's the first preseason game. There's time for him to climb back up the depth chart, but that is not a great start for Devin A. Shane right now for fantasy football Steelers and the Buccaneers. Baker Mayfield outplayed Kyle Trask in this game. Unless Traskley balls out against the Jets, I think, we're pretty, I think we're pretty close to Baker having this job sewn up for the Buccaneers. I think Baker will be the starter week one when they play in Minnesota against the Vikings. I thought Kenny Pickett looked awesome. This is just me with the eye test. The touchdown pass to George Pickens, Pickens will get a lot of attention because he broke a couple tackles and raced into the end zone. Like, go back and watch the throw from Pickett. I think one of the knocks on Pickett is he's kind of like a soft tosser, doesn't have a cannon arm. Go back and watch that throw. It is an absolute laser. And and if I'm right about Pickett with the Eli Manning comparison, remember Eli struggled his rookie year with the Giants and then led the Giants to an NFC East championship uh, in year number two. They got shut out by the Panthers 23-0 in a wild card game that I attended. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. The Steelers will get there to the playoffs, but I think Pickett is going to have a really nice year this year. Might be held back by his offensive coordinator, Matt Canada. Um, If you're interested in Najee Harris in fantasy drafts, He could get there this season based on volume. Jalen Warren played a lot in this game. I think we need to watch that moving forward this preseason. Jalen Warren snaps vis-a-vis Najee Harris's snaps. Uh, Two other notes from this game. The Steelers drafted Darnell Washington from Georgia, tight end, who's like a great blocker. And him and Zach Gentry are both blocking tight ends. I'm a little concerned about Pat and I know a couple other people. I'm not, like, a fantasy football analyst, but, like, I read a lot of fantasy football content, and people smarter than me that do fantasy content have pointed this out as well, that, like, Friermuth is thought of to be, like, a great, like, late-round tight end target. Not if he's not going to be on the field. Like, if Washington and Gentry both play, like, Friermuth can't be on the field all the time. So maybe a little cold water on Pat Friermuth for right now. The other note here is that behind Rashad White, it looks like Keyshawn Vaughn right now is going to be Tampa's number two running back at least now ahead of former Fordham guy, former Fordham alum, my guy, Chase Edmonds. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Fantasy takeaways right now from week one of the preseason. Uh, Commanders and the the Browns. Ken, uh, as someone holding a win ticket over on the Washington Commanders, you probably yeah. had to feel pretty good watching Sam Howell play in this game, especially and that Young. touchdown to... And, and, and Chase Young. Uh, Howell's touchdown to Jahan Dotson... A nice throw by Howell. And then Dotson's so good at football, and so is Terry McLaurin. If Howell's good, if Howell's good... McLaurin and Dotson I think could both be monsters. And like McLaurin has already proven he could be a monster with some terrible quarterbacks. If Howell's good, I think he's good enough to support both these guys. And I'm really excited about the potential of Jahan Dotson this year. For Cleveland, Cedric Tillman, the rookie wide receiver, looks like he has like a pretty nice hold on the number four receiving job behind Amari Cooper, who's the one. Donovan Peoples-Jones is running as the two right now. Elijah Moore was used in, like, a couple gadget plays for the Browns. He looks like he's going to be the number three right now. Now, maybe he, like, passes Peoples-Jones in time. And, you know, Moore coming over from the Jets. People are excited about Elijah Moore. Maybe not, like, the best start for Elijah Moore. And Tillman looks like he's going to be involved in the Browns passing offense, playing ahead of guys like Tyler's guy, Anthony Schwartz, and last year's mid-round pick, David Bell. Cardinals and the Broncos coming over tonight. A lot of people, can in the fantasy football community – very upset about Sean Payton's oh, no. tight end usage. Um, no. People are really, people are really excited about Greg Greg Dolchich, right? You know, rookie tight end last year who like great pass catcher. Sean Payton literally told reporters last week like we're gonna we have tight ends that are good at certain things. Like Adam Troutman was you know a guy that Sean Payton had in New Orleans. You know, Greg Dolchich can't block. Chris Manhurts is another tight end that blocks. Troutman kind of does both, and Dolchich is the receiving tight end. Dolchich like, did not play a lot in this game, and he's only going to play in obvious passing situations, it looks like. So, again, I am far from the only person that said this, but I think a really obvious takeaway from the game is that if you were into Greg Dolchich, you may have to be out on Greg Dolchich because he might not play enough to get you there in fantasy. Um, I came on the air last week and I said Marvin Mims looks like he's going to be the Broncos' number three receiver to start the year. I may have to take the L on that, at least right now. Now, I think as the year goes along, Mims will take that job. Marquez Calloway, another former Peyton guy in New Orleans, right now is running as Denver's number three receiver, along with Judy and, and Cortland Sutton, the top two receivers, obviously. So Mims still has some work to do. Again, like you're drafting in fantasy to win your league like late in the year, which means that you should never draft like Marquez Calloway over Marvin Mims. Just saying that right now Calloway is running ahead of Marvin Mims. And for Arizona... Rondell Moore looks like he's going to be playing like almost exclusively exclusively out of the slot with some combination of Hollywood Brown will start and then like Michael Wilson and Zach Pascal on the outside for Arizona. So maybe like the optimism on Rondell Moore, maybe like not where people thought it might be at this point in the preseason. Bills and the Colts. Dalton Kincaid is going to play a lot in this Bills offense. Like, I think you're going to see a lot of two tight end sets with him and Dawson Knox based on the usage in the first preseason game. Like, Kincaid's going to be on the field. I think he's pretty good. He's someone that I'm excited to draft as, like, a late-round tight end this year. Maybe he'll go earlier than expected because he was a first-round pick in the Bills offense. I like Dalton Kincaid a lot. Um, The Bills' unquestioned running back one is James Cook. Um, I don't... think based off reports from training camp, based on the way that he was used in this first preseason game. And Damian Harris didn't play in this game. Latavius Murray did. It looks like James Cook is going to be like actual, like true three down running back for Buffalo this year. I expect his ADP to rise as we move towards the heart of draft season. For the Colts, the only interesting note here, and Anthony Richardson started the game, and like he's going to be their starter in week one, you would think, unless he gets hurt. Um, With Jonathan Taylor currently like not practicing, and Zach Moss with his broken arm, Evan Hall, you know, Brett's son, uh, was the cold starting running back in this game ahead of Deion Jackson. So like on the deep sleeper radar, like if you're looking for a deep sleeper in the indie backfield, it would be Evan Hull. Bears and the Titans, we touched on a lot already on the show. But like I said this with Connor, Khalil Herbert played every snap with with Justin Fields. Now he's kind of like a holdover. Deontay Foreman's new, Roshan Johnson's a rookie. Both the guys new in this offense. So maybe it's just that, Herbert was the guy that was there last year, and he's got familiarity. Or maybe he's just the best running back out of these guys. He looks like the favorite right now to start in week number one. As far as Tennessee's running backs behind Derrick Henry, Tajay Spears passes the eye test for me. I think he's a lot better than Hassan Hankins. He looked, or has, is it Hankins or Haskins? Haskins. Michigan running Haskins, yeah, I right?
0: Yep. There's Jonathan Uh, Hankins, right? Is a defensive lineman or something.
1: Defensive tackle. Former New York football giant. Uh, To me, Spears looks better than Haskins and, like, got more playing time. So, Spears is your Derrick Henry handcuff, and Henry's about to turn 30. I like Tajay Spears this year. And also, I think it's worth noting, just, like, watching the game, Malik Willis, like, looks a lot better than he did last year. I'm not insinuating he'll ever be a great NFL quarterback. I think Willis might be the favorite right now to be the backup, though, in week one over Will Levis. And we'll see how this plays out over the rest of the preseason. Tannehill will obviously be the unquestioned starter. Jets and the Panthers. uh, Carolina looked terrible. We've talked about that. Their offensive line was really bad. Jonathan Mingo started in three wide receiver sets, though, along with DJ Chark and Adam Thielen. So that, I think, is is worth noting. And the Jets running back group, as we wait for Brees Hall to get back from injury, for me, if I had to rank them, Michael Carr, Carter, then Israel Abataconda, the rookie from Pitt, and then and then Zonovan Knight, who I don't think is a lock to make the team. Corey Davis also going to be involved in this offense based on the usage in the preseason game. Randall Cobb not healthy right now and Davis making a lot of money for the New York Jets. Um Jaguars and the Cowboys. We touched on this earlier in the show as well. Christian Kirk playing in the slot. I don't think that's great news for Christian Kirk's fantasy status this year, if like it's going to be Zay Jones and Ridley on the outside, and Kirk's going to be exclusively a slot player, I think like Arrow big time up on Calvin Ridley. The other big thing here is Tank Bigsby, Jacksonville's rookie running back. It feels like this is going to be a situation where Travis Etienne is a running back between the twenties, and then Bigsby is going to come in on short yardage and down by the goal line. You know, and Doug Peterson's kind of talked about that. And Bigsby is might be the most exciting like mid round rookie running He's back. He's awesome. obviously Gibbs.
0: He right. was so at Auburn, he was unbelievable. Yeah.
1: Um, like obviously Bijan and Gibbs are more exciting fantasy players and like real life players, but like Bigsby's going to get run in this offense. And like I think ETN is like a better real life player than fantasy player for this year. Like Bigsby is someone that like needs to be drafted. Like he absolutely has to be drafted at every single um fantasy draft. Malik Davis looks like the favorite, by the way, to be the running back, two as of right now, behind Tony Pollard. Deuce Vaughn looked good late in the game, but he's playing against, like, fourth stringers. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys added someone like Leonard Fournette or maybe even signed Dalvin Cook to play along with Tony Pollard. Remember I said last week I thought the Patriots would sign a veteran back? I think we're going to see Dallas sign a veteran back before it's all said and done as well. Coming up next, we'll wrap up the NFL preseason takeaways from week number one, and we'll get started on Lochmas Meets Eight Buckets as we turn our attention to the SEC.